I personally really value having my own and being able to support myself if I need to. But it's nice to not need to. You know what I mean? Welcome to the Money Making House Life Show, the podcast for women who want to have it all and are willing to do the work required to go get it. I'm your host, Jaleesa Smith, and in this podcast, I share lessons and insights from my journey, managing my roles as a wife and mom, pursuing my entrepreneurial dreams to let you know that you could do it too. Listen, it's definitely not easy, but we got this, ladies. Now let's get into the show. Hey, money makers! I hope y'all are doing well. Welcome to today's episode of the Money Making Housewife Show. All right, so we got to talk about this. So my husband just recently did um, an interview with the Millionaire Mindset Podcast. Shout out to them, located out in Dallas, and one of the clips from the podcast went viral. And I don't have a lot of posts go viral, so it was really interesting to see like all the different comments and different people, you know adding in their opinion and, you know, kind of sharing their opinion in the comments and things like that. So uh, we're going to talk about that today. But first, uh, let's get into the gem of the day. And the gem of the day, this just comes from me. Now, I'm sure someone else has said it before, but I'm gonna just say it right now. So don't get mad, get money. All right, don't get mad, get money. That is today's gem of the day. And I'm about to explain why? Because there were so many, you know, what's interesting about this is that a lot of what I believe is that most of the time people who are in people who are in agreement or don't have too many strong feelings either way will just not comment. You know what I mean? Like I, one of my, my mentor actually said this a couple weeks ago in one of her posts. And she said that, your the loudest people are not your clients you know something along those lines I'm paraphrasing but she's like the loudest people are not your clients so the people who are always in your dms the people who are always uh in your comment section or the people who comment the loudest anyone honestly who comments on the shade room posts and things like that I just be like really like you know like what some of the posts I'm like y'all don't gotta comment on that so you know uh me personally I don't usually comment on people's posts unless I know them or unless I don't know I just have something of value to share or something interesting like I don't make negative comments online I don't like that stuff one it lives forever two I don't be feeling that strongly either way and three this is what uh uh Rachel Rogers taught me in her book um we should all be millionaires is that when you feel when when you feel jealousy you got to look at that. Like, it's okay to feel jealous, but let it inspire you as opposed to making you feel like, you know, defensive and cynical. And you know how people be getting their feelings and they comment on something where it's like, like in the instance for this, uh, for this post, my husband was talking about retiring your wife so they can, you know, be at home. They raise their kids. Like they shouldn't have to, you know, like we as women, we shouldn't have to, to you know raise the kids cook clean work you know do all these things keep ourselves together keep our bodies together have sex like all these different things that's really what he was saying and a lot of the men the the men who did comment anyway are were like so upset it was like and I was just thinking in my head like y'all don't get mad get money you know like why do you 
why do we put these limitations on ourselves? Like, why do you think that you can't do this someday? Like, people was in the comments arguing about, you know, whether it's like, oh, the woman's just going to sit home. And so what is she going to do all day? And it's like, listen, honestly, I feel like even if, even if she does not have children, right, which a lot of us, we do tend to stay home or, or, like, if you're like me, you realize that you do want to stay home after you do have a child because it's just like, mm -mm, <laughs> this ain't it. Not me being up all night with this baby, having to wake up at the same time as everybody else, you know, and go to work because and drive that whole hour and a half that I used to have to drive to go to work because God forbid I complained to my supervisor at work and I had a woman supervisor. She was pretty much like of the camp where it was just like, listen, you have this baby, this is what it is. Like, you know, don't complain, you know, because this is just what life is right now. And it's like, you don't want to complain, but it's like, I've been up all night. <laughs> I am tired. Um, Y'all got me running me ragged, stressed out at this stupid job. And it just doesn't, the pay wasn't equal up. The math was not math in the passion was not there. The purpose was not there for me. I wanted to leave. And for me, in my marriage, um, I was resentful toward my husband. And he knows this, so this is nothing that we haven't talked about. But I was definitely resentful. You know what I mean? Because I was just like, wait a minute. So I'm the one up at night with her nursing. I'm up around the clock. You're sleeping through all of this. And I still have to wake up, get myself together for work, get her together because I was bringing her to the daycare at my job at the time. And I'm driving this whole long distance. And then I have to come back late at night and do the whole thing. And then that's that it did not make any sense. You know what I mean? And then I'm supposed to like, you know, keep the house together because that's one of the pressures that is on us as women. We we're the ones who are looked at, you know, you know, and it's like, even if we don't want to look at ourselves or maybe even our spouses don't, you know, my husband would always be like, you don't have to clean. Like, it's okay. But I'm like, no, like, you don't, you know what I mean? Like, like if my, if my kitchen is not clean, when I go to sleep, I feel some type of way. I do. Now, mind you, I don't need to have everything spick and span. Like, I am not OCD, but I don't need, I don't want to see dishes in the sink. I just don't. Because it, it makes my life harder the next day, okay? <laughs> and if I'm keeping it all the way real, and I definitely saw this in a lot of women who commented on the post, was that we do kind of tie our identity, especially as wives and moms, I mean, honestly, as women, too, my friends who are single feel the same way. Like, we we don't feel as, I think that when we are not, like, the organized and tidy and clean, like, you know, I'm not saying we're not supposed to be clean, but neat in the house, I should say. Like, we're not constantly cleaning and keeping everything in order that we're somehow less of a woman. You know what I mean? And I think um, a lot of this gets passed down through generations. But, you know, I know my mom's always asking me, like, did you clean your house? Did you clean your house? And I'm like, yeah, mom, it's clean enough. You know, I'm not going to be cleaning it every single day. Like, it's not my thing. But I think a lot of that gets passed down. And um, so we do feel the need to to prove that you know we can keep a clean home and we can cook and you know we're worthy of being a wife and all these things and it's like is that really the main reason that we get married to cook and clean you know like is to to do household things like is it not to build something to come together and have a partnership to have a life companion obviously to create a legacy to you know 
marry someone who helps to make our life easier and whose lives that we're able to make easier. And, you know, if we choose to, you know, raise some children um, so we can, they can continue to carry our legacy in the world. Like, is it, you know, is it really all for cooking and cleaning? You know, is that, does it have to be part of it? Because I do not believe that in every single relationship that's even a, a thing. Um, but it's just interesting to me how so many women assume that like, their worth is tied into how well they can cook or clean. It's just like, I just want us to look at that. You know what I mean? I just really want us to look at that. Um, because while I do agree, obviously that knowing how to cook and keep a clean home is important. It shouldn't be, you know, criteria that I think so many of us try to put on ourselves and so many, um, you know, men or, I'm certain type of men, you know, claim to need in their spouse, like, oh, she has to be able to cook and cook to cook and clean and do all these things. Like, yeah, y'all know them podcasts that be talking about that be talking that kind of stuff, y'all, y'all know. <laughs> that toxic masculinity, like, sir, if you don't get in this kitchen and if you if you don't get to cleaning, like, yeah, my husband, okay, my husband definitely made that statement on the podcast, but he still cleans. He makes the bed more than I do. He does laundry more than I do. You know what I mean? And he don't complain about it. And as a result, I stopped complaining about the things that I do because I'm like, well, he's not really complaining about the things that he does. So let me stop complaining so much about the things that I do, you know? So, you know, it, marriage is a partnership. It's, it's supposed to be, you come together as one, but it shouldn't be on the condition of, you know, you being able to cook and clean and, you know, how well you have sex. Like, come on. What, like, well, so I just wanted to look at that. I just saw the, the evidence in those comments and I was just like, oh, this is, this is very interesting, but it's also very telling, you know, because I, for one, honestly, I enjoy having a clean home. I enjoy cooking for my family, but I don't want to have to do those things every single day to feel as though I'm worthy of being someone's wife and I'm worthy or I'm a more valuable as a woman because I can do these things. What about all of the other things that I can do? What about everything else that I bring to the table? What about all of the other ways I hold the family and the household down? You know what I mean? What about the business that I'm building? I need my energy. I need my my time. I need the mental space, you know, the capacity to be able to think, to be able to think through problems, to think through solutions and to think of solutions and to do more than spend my time being domestic for the sake of, you know, my husband's thoughts about what a wife should be and what she should do. You know, I didn't marry someone like that. And I'm not a woman like that. Like I'm not, I'm not, that's not the type of marriage that we want to have. And I think a lot of us don't realize how much, how much that weighs on us, you know, how much pressure that puts on us. And, and it was just interesting to me reading the comments because I could see clearly that a lot of women tie their, their worth and their value and their identity up in how well they can do certain domestic tasks and I think that, I mean, that's not something that I want to pass to my daughter. Of course, I want to equip her with the skills, the just basic life skills. But I'm about to have her out here in this world thinking that, you know, her value is tied into, you know, how well she can, you know, keep how clean of a home she can keep. And you know what I mean? Like, there are other ways to get that done. How about what? How about operating in our genius? How about 
you know, focusing on the things that only we can do and only we can do well. You know what I mean? Like, like I, ha- I can't be drained every single day because I'm trying to do every single thing, you know, in my business and in my home life. It just, it leaves me drained and then I'm pouring from an empty cup, you know, for everybody else. Times the clean to cook, to clean again, that junk weighs on you. And I be trying to tell my husband too, like, even when, even, even when I'm thinking, I'm planning our meals out, that that is difficult like trying to figure out you know what's healthy for us obviously what's working with savannah's diet obviously what we what we are actually going to eat you know what if i cook this are y'all people gonna eat it like that is one thing that i'm dealing with right now where i'm like sometimes i'll be cooking you know takes me you know an hour whatever time to cook and these these people oh, I'm not hungry, I already ate, or Savannah, I don't like it, ew, yucky, that's like her new thing, ew, yucky, and I'm like, girl, if you don't eat this, you you know what I'm saying, so, you know, all that, we, I just feel like as women, and I know, I know women know, like, we just have a lot of pressure on us to do both sides, like, to, to do the whole masculine thing, and I'm not, and I'm not going for generals here. I'm just talking about energies at this point. So masculine is like where we're out hunting. We out here going to get it. Like we're, 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 we are kind of um, like, it's more of a pushing type of um, type of energy. Like, like we're going to get it. We're expending energy to like, to get something, to attract it. We're hunting. That's the best way that I could describe it. Right. And for the feminine, it's like, this is our our attraction like we are receiving you know we are we are waiting not even waiting I don't want to say but like we are allowing things to come to us but in order to do that we have to clear the space to even allow you know to even to even attract to even allow the attraction to happen right and so many of us are just constantly operating in the masculine like we're in every area of our life We're constantly like we're working and we're working at our jobs. And then we come home, we're working at home, you know, and God forbid you're trying to start a business. You working on top of working on top of working, you know, you got kids, you you know, it's the whole second, third, fourth shift. And there's so many women who deal with this with grace and, and they make it look easy and it's not easy. And my husband and I dealt with this in the earlier, like in the beginning of our marriage, especially after we had Savannah, which actually was the beginning of our marriage because your girl was pregnant when I was getting married. But, you know, (laughs) another thing. Let me actually play for y'all what he said, just in case you haven't seen the video. Get rid of of all those domestic $10 hour chores you got to do every day. Bro, if I come in the house, I don't even want to see my wife folding clothes. Why you want to see your wife folding clothes for? Bro, she raising the baby, bro. Nah, you good. We good. They had enough of that. That's what I said. We not arguing. They not their grandmothers, bro. Um, you know, grandma. What, 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 what are what grandmothers do on Sunday? My entire Sunday. They dedicate cleaning, dishes. <laughs> Okay, so that is, you know, that's a clip from the podcast. Now it's just a clip, you know what I mean? A lot of people were commenting who had only seen the clip and not even watched the entire episode or listened to the entire episode. And I was just thinking like, wow, this is why people be, this is, this is, this is why we are in the space that we're in in this society because we will hear a soundbite or we'll, we'll read a headline or we'll just get a little bit of a clip of something. We'll get a little piece of the pie and we won't bother to go and and do deeper research to like go in and look and see like, okay, 
what's the context? Like, what actually do you mean? This is probably also why so many people out here misinterpret the Bible, but that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day, okay? You need context to interpret that thing. Now, anyway, let's get back to what I'm talking about right now. So you see how I said that there. There were so many people who were obvious. Like, we got a couple comments. I know one person was like, oh, you need to retire your mom first. Okay, dummy. First of all, first of all, dummy, um, let me take it to Baltimore here. Um, <laughs> uh, both of my husband's parents are deceased. So if you knew anything, if you listened to the podcast or knew anything about him, you would understand that, of course, he would have loved to do that for his mom. You know what I mean? But it's not it's not in the cards. So that's, that's just one just obvious. And other ones were just super obvious. Like, you know, people assuming that he, and it's just crazy how, how we will get so in our feelings about the way one person decides to live their life, you know, and God forbid we don't agree or, you know, we can't make it happen for our spouse, which a lot of the men in the comments were like, well, I'm not doing that. She's got to work, too. Like, what is she doing at home all day? Well, if you know anything about me, you know that I'm doing quite a lot at home all day. And at the same time, I shouldn't have to feel like I need to. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I really shouldn't. I, I put my time in. I have. I, I know what it's like to work. I know what it's like to work hard. And I know what it's like to achieve. And I know what it's like to go into a job every single day that I cannot stand, that I am putting on a smile to save face, to appear like everything's okay, where I am crying in my car on my lunch breaks and I'm crying on the way to work. And I am just wishing, hoping, and praying and working actually for better days, like and right now we are in our better days. I worked my, my old job since I got out of college. Like I graduated and I went straight to work. I've been working since I was 15 years old. I haven't, ne I've never not had a job until now. And I'm in my thirties, you know what I mean? So, and a lot of people are like that. Like a lot of us are like that, you know, but me personally, I would go to work and, you know, back when I was competing, I was at the gym before work. I was at the gym during my lunch break. I was at the gym after my job, you know, because I was I had a goal and I was competing and I was like making this happen. And I actually enjoyed it. Right. Then I was like, OK, I'm running my business. Let me start my business. Let me get it going. Let me learn. There's so much to learn about business because a lot of the learning is a lot of unlearning. A lot of the learning that we do in running our businesses, especially as uh, first generation entrepreneurs or solopreneurs or and side hustlers is in the unlearning of the the habits and the disciplines and the the ways of thinking it's mostly it's so much mindset that there's so much to learn so I pretty much put myself through my own crash course MBA PhD program of you know how to run a business and it took 12 years for me to be able to make enough money you know what I mean to quit my job a lot of that was because your girl um my financial you know my, my, I ain't gonna hold you my I, my financial uh acumen it could be a lot better and I could have quit a lot earlier had it not been for me spending all my money all the time. Like I would always have my bills paid, but your girl was going to spend that money. Okay. She wasn't about to save nothing. So, you know, it took, okay. Okay. It, I will admit that took some time. Also some unlearning, obviously paying off debt to be able to quit. 
But now that I'm here, I'm not apologizing for it. You know what I mean? Like, I put my time in. Everybody over here want to talk about soft life. Everybody aspires for a soft life now. But when you do see someone living that soft life or you do see women glorifying, you know, that the hashtag soft life or just showing you, you know, maybe a day in the life, a quick little reel, a little bit of a glimpse into her day and how she spends her time, you get mad. Why are you mad? If that's what you aspire to be, if that's how if that's how you aspire to live your life, why are you mad? Because that energy that you're putting out is just cutting off all possibility of you ever being able to achieve that. Like, do we not understand the way that the universe works? You know, like you you can't expend and you can't, yeah, you can't expend an energy that you aren't willing to get back. And I don't think you want to be mad. Like you want to, you want to receive all of that anger. Like you, what I'm trying to say is that you get out what you put in. So if you are putting out, you know, when you see someone, you know, living a life, enjoying their life, first of all, you don't know they, you don't even know their story. So you don't know what it took to get here. A lot of the people in the comments, I'm like, y'all don't know me. They're, they're assuming that, you know, my husband has a wife who, you know, she sits at home all day and she eats bonbons and she doesn't cook or clean. And what does she do? First of all, I don't got to do nothing. And he'll still want to, he'll still want me as his wife. So what? What's that? I'm not for you. You are not for me. Clearly. Okay. Second of all, I do a lot. Okay. <laughs> I do a lot. I j- and now, and now I have the space and the time to be able to do it. I'm so used to operating from a space of fitting in the things that I like to do and enjoy to do in between my job. And I don't have to do that anymore. You know, thank God. I'm super grateful for it. I don't have to do that because I married a man who was so, so ambitious and so um, who fulfilled his promise to me. He promised me that this was going to be, you know, my life. He promised that back when we were still dating, you know what I mean? And what attracted me to him in the first place was was his ambition, because in my previous relationship, I wasn't seeing that. And even though when we got together, we weren't in a space where we could be able to do this or you know like we didn't have a successful business and things like that we weren't there like I didn't you know what I mean like we we just weren't there we we dreamed it we we worked it we 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 did the plan we you know we made the plan we worked it out but we didn't start here so we've definitely been through some things together and even for my husband to adopt this mentality um it took, it took time. It took work. It took unlearning on his part. So everything that he's speaking from, it's not that he just, you know, woke up and thought this it's, he's learned this by having a wife who had to go to a job that she hated for years and would come home miserable, upset, call him crying and, you know, not be the happy you know, happy and joyful woman that he, you know, initially met. And he didn't want me to keep going down that road. So he figured it out. We figured it out together. If y'all don't think that I didn't have quite a hand in helping him build his coaching business and his company, you're mistaken. (laughs) You know what I mean? 
granted, a lot of this is his intellectual property, but putting everything together, running the back end, doing the systems, setting up the email. He actually reminded me that we made tens of thousands of dollars last year on Black Friday, you know, in in one day because, you know, a lot of it was because of, uh, you know, the email sequence that I set up. Like, I, I was like, oh, I did that. I wrote that. Look at me forgetting how much of a magical woman I am, okay? <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it's just amazing to me how quick we are to judge others when we don't even know their story, their background, their intention. We don't know the context of the soundbite or the clip or whatever that we're judging, but we, we, we do rush to judgment, you know what I mean? And this, uh, so I was really looking at all these comments super objectively and just from like, you know, like, like really just observing, like really just like, I wasn't really getting my feelings, but I did comment on a few because I was like, you know, first of all, this is my husband. Thank you. Um, you can come check out my profile and see that I definitely do work. Okay. And if I didn't, it would also be just fine. All right. If I didn't have any children and I wanted to stay home and my husband was fine with that, it would be just fine. I don't understand why we, you know what I mean, too, like, the men, a lot of the men who commented felt like, it was like, y'all think that a woman has to prove to you how much of a woman she is by the the level of the amount of cooking and, and cleaning she can do? The hell? Like, who are y'all trying to marry? Why don't y'all learn how to cook and clean? You know what I mean? Like, is that all you're getting married for, is to have a live-in maid and, you know, like, someone to have sex with? Like, when you, you know what I mean? Like, like, are we marrying for companionship and partnership and for legacy? Or are we marrying to have a living maid? Like, what, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? And at the same time, there were a lot of women who commented. And even if they were in agreement with, like, you know, not having to go into a job. Because let's face it, a lot of these workplaces, the majority of the workplaces are not friendly, are not designed for women, you know? to excel and succeed like we have to really step into an we don't really get to be our full selves you know what I mean at work and I'm not even talking about like the whole code switching thing I'm talking about just operating in our femininity and as women because we're seen as weak or we're seen as uh being distracted and things like that like god forbid we want to we want to miss a miss a meeting because you know our kid has an award ceremony at school or, you know, we get pregnant and we're a little bit sick, so we got to kind of, like, run into the bathroom to maybe we, you know, we get morning sickness, whatever. God forbid we're doing that. It's, it's, it's you know, chuckled about or it's looked at as, like, mm, are you okay? Like, should you be here? You know what I mean? And it's, it's, just, it's just a lot of... Um, a lot of extra pressure that women experience and men definitely have their own pressure. Like I found myself, I had to, I had to keep real with myself too earlier this year. And I was realizing that I was, um, I wasn't really looking at all the pressure that my husband is under to be the provider. You know what I mean? So even though I'm working to provide and to contribute financially to the household again as well, like right now, it's, it's just so nice that the money that I 
generate in my business, I can I can put it back into my business and I can stack it if I want to. And I can, you know what I mean? If I want to go buy Savannah something that my husband don't agree with, okay, cool, I'll use my own money, no big deal. You know, I paid for my trip out to California for the Marketing Impact Academy. Like I did that, you know what I mean? With the money that I made on my own. And it's nice to not have to give that money to the household right now, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> It's nice. Now, when I make more and I'm out here, you know, six, seven figure in CEOing it. Okay. 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 Yes. I will take, yes, I'll pay a bill. Sure. Well, I pay, I pay for, you know, my car note and things like that. Like, okay. I will, you know what? I got it. You know, we going out to eat. I got a bill. You know, you, nah, no, no, no. Put your, put your credit card away, boy. I got, I got us. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this one. Okay. Okay. That is nice. You know, that's going to be, that's going to be great. I'm working toward that. Right. Like right now that, that ain't the, that ain't the reality right now. And I'm okay with that. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> anyways, um, it's, it's nice. Like, I just think that when men, I think that what they need to realize is that uh, what my husband did realize, because we weren't always in this place, okay? Let's be real. Like, we have been married for about six years, and the first few years were rocky because we had to really learn what roles we wanted to play. And it's not really about gender roles. It's more about where our natural abilities and skill sets and, you know, where our what we naturally enjoy doing and what we actually want to do and I think that this shifts at certain times because like I said in the beginning up until what last year I was working so you know for the majority of our relationship I had a job like we were splitting bills and and doing that whole thing right but I ain't gonna lie to y'all sit here and say it's not nice to be able to you know uh have my pod to be able to you know keep up with my podcast, stay consistent, to be able to hire people to help me with my business, right? Just, just for me, you know, it's, it's able, it's, it's nice to be able to do that. It's nice that I'm able to hire video editors now. And so I can actually stay consistent with my business because one of the things that really felt, you know, kind of threw me off a lot in the past was that I was juggling so much with my old job and all of the emotional baggage that that came with for me and the stress and the insecurities around that that I had and then also having to um, help contribute financially to the household so I wasn't able to use all my money you know the extra money that I made in my business to um, reinvest and things like that and then also I didn't even have the bandwidth or the space because I was stressing about this stupid job and the things that I had to do you know like so that was a time where I contributed because I needed to, you know, but I think that women, I mean, for me, I personally really value having my own and being able to support myself if I need to, but it's nice to not need to, you know what I mean? So much less stress that I experience, mind you, I have been having quite a bit of anxiety lately, but it's not the same type of stressors. It's it's a little different, but um, I just know I need, just need to get into my spiritual bag more about that. So that's a sidebar. But anyway, um, I think that any woman would agree that it's nice to have a spouse that is supportive of her dreams and gives her the space to be in her feminine and be creative and 
not be stressed out all the time because, oh, there's so much to do in the house. Oh, there's so much to do at work. I just have so much work. And, oh, my boss is stressing me out and da 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 And I have to deal with an annoying morning commute. So she is able to do all the things that bring her joy. And if she does want to, you know, if y'all do want to expand your family or start a family, you can do it from a place of, you know, of, of abundance, of overflow, as opposed to, you know, lack and stress and, oh my God, how are we going to pay for this? How are we going to pay for daycare? Like, you know, all these things. And it's also nice that, and we also, let's, we want a clean home. Like it's some of the people I'm like, do do y'all assume that I just don't clean? Like, that's so weird to me. Like, do you think I don't pick up after myself and I'm not teaching my daughter to pick up after themselves, like after herself? Because some people were, there was a few comments that, that I read that were saying something or implying something along the lines of, well, what is she teaching your daughter? Like that, and I'm like, uh, y'all are dumb. Like, <laughs> y'all are being really dumb right now. If you don't think that I tell her to pick up after herself and to clean up her messes, I mean, come on. Like, let let's let's think with our let's think with our brains here, people. So it's really interesting. But something else that was really interesting to me in the comments was the amount of women that felt, even though they agreed, they felt the need to affirm that they were they would still be like doing the cooking and the cleaning and things like that like oh if I stayed home I'd still want to cook and clean and it's like I mean sis come on like if you actually enjoy doing that and you're the kind of woman who you you enjoy to like do all the housework okay do it but listen to keep up a whole house that junk takes up so much time and energy and I just find that I really prefer spending my energy doing things that actually bring me joy and that actually would make me money. You know what I mean? Like I'm focused on money generating activities. And even then a lot of times, like I have to have so much intention every single day because it's so easy for my days to get away from me. Even being a stay at home mom, you know, a money making housewife, like it's so it's so easy because even today, like this morning, I spent three hours volunteering at my daughter's school because, um, you know, we were just doing this thing for the PTA. But that's three hours. It literally took the full three hours. I was actually really surprised. I was like, damn, I didn't think it was gonna take this long. But <laughs> I'm happy to be there, show my face, get to know some other parents and, you know, just show my face. And you know what I mean? Like, let them know, like, yeah, this, this one over here, like she she's definitely cared for. You know, I'm going to be active in the school. These are things that I actually enjoy doing. I enjoy socializing. That's what I do. I learn from people. I love people, things like that. And I just think it's always good to know people in your kid's school, know the staff, know, you know what I mean? So anyway, I have, you know, have some kind of relationship. So I'm able to do all these things because I don't have to go to my job anymore. My job was like not, it was, it was a, it was a, it was like fake flexible. Like they, they were, you know, we had a certain, um, days of the week that we had to go in and especially after um the panty it was a whole you know different schedule but like it was still you know very rigid very rigid in their thinking and their mindset they were not good with the times and and they wanted everybody back in the office like it's just it was too much y'all so anyways um I'm not gonna bash my job it served its purpose while you know it did you know what I mean? And then after that, I was like, all right, it was beyond time for me to go, you know, just was not my place. And why should we have to, why should we spend our lives 
working at a job or working in, in workplaces that don't align with our values, that don't align with our mission or the vision that we have for our life. It doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Why should we spend our all of our, you know, good, healthy waking days, you know, just like pimping ourselves out for money? You know what I mean? Like not not obviously not literally, but you know, figuratively, hypothetically, whatever the hell the word is, I don't know. But um, so the comments are really interesting, but it's really interesting how um, one statement can be so polarizing and people just have such an opinion, even on other people's lives, on their lifestyles. And um, I don't, I don't try to brag, like we still have things we need to work on. We are not you know, like we, we ain't over here balling out of control. We made some money and it's great, but like, dang, we still, there's, there's, there's at every new level, there's new challenges, you know, and there's, there's different ones and there's ones that you've never faced before and other people in your family have never faced before. So you have to figure them out. You know, you got to get in the right circle so you can talk to other people who have already gone through them and figure them out as well. And a lot of these circles, you got to pay to be in. You know, you got you got to pay to be in initially. Um, and it's just a lot of things to keep up with. And a lot of, um, it's just, it's a lot of self-regulation, a lot of, you know, having tough conversations and and a lot of people just not understanding you. And it, it, it can feel very isolating at times, you know, especially from people from your past and old friends. And, you know, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting just um, away from the, the topic of today's episode. But I just want, um, one of the main reasons why I wanted to record this was because, one, I thought it was really interesting to look at the comments of and just see where people's heads are at, right? And I want us to kind of look at that. Like, look at your thoughts, yo. Examine your thoughts. Not everyone is real, you know? And when somebody says something that is, it, it strikes such a nerve in you, we need to start asking ourselves why, you know? Because it wasn't like that was the political statement or anything of the sort, but it was just like, why is this so... <laughs> why is this so controversial right now? My goodness, you know? Um, so I just want us to look at that. And whenever we, that's, I mean, it really helped me when Rachel said that because I would be over here making myself feel bad when I felt jealous about somebody or something, or they, they achieve something that I wanted to achieve, or they have something that I want to have, you know, I would feel bad. And I would try to like brush the feeling away and like, you know, quickly like, Oh, stop, stop, you know, put that green eyed monster away, Jaleesa, like that is not cute. Like do not feel jealous, but it's just like, no, let's use that. Let's use the jealousy as fuel to better ourselves and to better our lives. So that's why today's gem of the day is don't get mad, get money. Because I'm not saying money solves everything, every problem for sure. No, but it will solve a lot of them. Okay, let's keep it real. It will make your life a lot easier because you're able once you, you know, learn how to manage it and things like that. And if you're getting it in the right way, uh, you'll be able to really manage a lot of the things that cause you stress a lot easier and more efficiently. And they'll take up less time and energy. Like I said, I just recorded a story today on my Instagram and I was like, man, I know some women who have not stepped into a grocery store in months 
probably years because they have people for that. They've hired someone to do that for them, you know? And for some of us, some of us, it's just like, oh my gosh, I would never, like, I could never do that. Like my mama did this. My grandmama did this. Okay. Well, they had to, and I'm sure they would have, they would have loved the luxury, the privilege of not having to do that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Of not having to spend all weekend cleaning and cooking and you know running around to all these different things like it would be nice like would it not be nice to have someone helping you to have additional help you know it we we do we we want this hashtag soft life until somebody has the hashtag soft life (laughs) and then we're like you know we're just we're just like judging them and, and coming for their whole entire life and their their ethics and their morals and you know their whole character, like, dang, y'all relax, (laughs) relax, okay, and we call ourselves queens, and do we forget that queens definitely had help, okay, they, they had servants, they had maids, they had people, you know what I mean, to help them, and I just think that, uh, it's, we glorify, the thing is that we really glorify women who have, like, Beyonce you think she does all this by herself she has teams for everything in her life every she got people that watch her kids when she's away people that do her hair her makeup that keep her looking right and tight she got people that make her food people you know what I mean like she literally gets to operate in her genius pretty much every day all day if she wanted to she would just only operate in her genius you know what I mean So if you can even just have a small piece of that, a small piece of that lifestyle, and you just hire someone to come in once a week and help you with the laundry, help you with the dishes, why would you not do that? Why would you not even like look into it? Because you go on care.com or Angie's List, whatever. It, it, it does not cost as much as you think it does. You know what I mean? And the advice that I got from my mentor was actually to, as a woman business owner, you know, is to hire help in the house first, because that's where you need it first, because we need to clear our minds and have it obviously have a clear space. So we're able to clear our minds out of all the things we need to do domestically. So we're just fully operating in in our genius and we're able to to be um, better, better business owners, better, um, we can think clearer, obviously, so we're able to problem solve quicker, faster, learn more, and learn it faster, you know, so, and one of the things that she also said was to hire before you can afford to, and a lot of the people in the comments I saw, they were like, nobody makes a million dollars, only 12% of the population makes over six figures, blah, 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 well, honestly, and it wasn't like we sought to do that it just happened it's like osmosis you know what I mean like you you put out a certain energy this is who you attract you know people who are doing well and who are you know making moves so that they can you know improve their lives and things like that and and make more money because it wasn't always like this let me like let me keep it real if all I had in my immediate circle were people who you know were you know just make just getting it just just making it, you know what I mean? Like just, um, just kind of like getting by living paycheck to paycheck. And then that's all I followed online was people who were like that. That's probably what I would think too was possible. Like I wouldn't think anything else was possible, but we got to realize that there are people who break out of poverty and out of these situations every single day. There are people who are in poverty right now, but their mindset is not in poverty. There are people who are, you know, I should say technically, um, economically in poverty but 
you know, they their mindset is one of, you know, no, I'm going I'm going to make this happen. Like and this is this is going to be my reality. This is going to this is what's going to be my life. And people who would never make any comments like that, you know what I mean? Like you, so it's like I, I'm trying to say I just want to say that to say that you don't have to be in the best in, you know, the best financial financial situation. You can be down, you know, financially or, you know, relationship wise or whatever but you don't have to believe that that's all you're ever going to experience you know like don't be mad at and 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 get upset and jealous of the people who are doing better than you why don't you try to get you know why don't you try to kind of adopt their mindset or or learn about the way that they think you know about the world and their perspective and and learn the things that they're doing and you know like we didn't come from this we we're both first generation entrepreneurs you know in my marriage and my husband definitely he grew up in North Philly you know what i mean like he's why would you think that you know you can't overcome your current situation either if you see somebody else who has been where you're at or even been at an even lower place than you and now they're doing better why don't you try to follow the blueprint why are you so upset and you're letting that that anger and that jealousy cloud your your judgment and and cloud your your mindset so you're not even thinking like you you you're never even gonna overcome this you like why do we that crab in the barrel mentality y'all <laughs> it's just the crab in the barrel mentality that I think really plagues our our community um and we gotta break out of that we really do because that's the only way that we're actually gonna break out of that so I'll leave you with that thank y'all for listening I will talk to y'all on Friday and you know until then just remember don't get mad get money y'all